raw, unfiltered, and always brutally honest. I'm Kay Renee, and welcome to Brutal Honesty. Hey guys, and welcome back to season three, episode one of Brutal Honesty with your girl Kay Renee. I've missed you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening to season three, which is crazy to me because I didn't even know we'd be at the season three, but we are here and I'm so, so happy. I've missed you guys so much. I hope you guys miss me as well. I hope that you listened to the quick update that I posted last week. And yeah, so I was going to hop right into it. So even with this pandemic going on, I finally got to travel. I didn't go on a plane or anything, but I did get to go to Charlotte, North Carolina this past weekend, and I had a freaking blast. I had a great time, even though I really couldn't do as much because everything, some things were still closed down. I still had fun. I got to see uh, my cousin Brandon, and you guys know who Brandon is if you listen to my podcast beforehand. If you don't know who that is, that is my cousin, and he's on a few episodes of mine so if you want to go go back and you know listen go right ahead but I've been good I went to Charlotte this weekend had a great time really really fun before you ask yes I did wear my mask because in North Carolina it's required that you have to wear a mask everywhere you go whether in the stores restaurants you have to go you have to wear a mask everywhere you go I went to some of the outlets which was cool I went to PF Chang's for the first time ever, do not judge me, um, but that was a real cool atmosphere, and the food was really, really good, I might add, so yeah, so I was supposed to go back for this weekend, but they're coming down here, so you know, we're about to be late this weekend, you know, cookout time, not to celebrate the 4th, hell no, but you know, just to be around family, since everybody's basically going to be off, so why not just be around family, hang out there, so yeah, so that's what's been going on with me, um, I'm school is set. I finally got I registered for my class. This my first class this morning, so I'll be starting school. My new school, which is Southern New Hampshire University. I left Liberty because Liberty was just getting way too much for me, so I left completely, and I just started, decided to just start completely over. You know, I, sometimes you just gotta remind yourself that it's a marathon and not a race. So. I started completely over. I'll be now getting my master's of arts degree in creative writing and in English. So, you know, why not have the both the both of the best of both worlds majored into one? So I'm happy about that. So I'll be starting that in September. So I'm truly happy everything with that is set. And Honestly, I've just been really in a great mood. I've really been in a great mood. Um, granted, you know, do have some ups and downs. Granted, you have some more downs than you know. It, sometimes you have more downs and ups for me, but through it all, I've been great. I've been in a really positive mood. I've been in a great atmosphere, family and friends. As also, if you guys know that, um. Today is the 30th of June. This will be out most likely either tonight or tomorrow, but nine times out of ten, it'll probably be out tomorrow morning. So it is the 30th of June, which is, you know, June is Pride Month. June is Black Music Month. So 
And for you guys who know, if this is your first time listening, I am openly bisexual. I came out of January of this year, but to know this to my family and close friends, but I came out publicly publicly to the world uh, earlier this month. So I'm a little upset that I didn't get to celebrate my first openly pride how I wanted to because Charleston does a pride I believe a pride like party or uh rally downtown Charleston but because of everything that's going on with the coronavirus and you know we gotta be social distancing they had to cancel it this year so I didn't get a chance to celebrate but I did get to you know just be out in the open and be you know us you know and be okay with you know, not even be okay, but just be proud of who I am and be proud of me being bisexual and me being proud of, like, you know, I have friends that actually support me of who I am. My family loves me regardless of, regardless of who I date, what, you know, what I date, whatever, just the fact that they, you know, they love me no matter what happens. So yeah, that's really what's been going on with me. I exactly know I've been reading what my books that I've been reading for this month will be my topic of the night. So we're going to take a quick break and it's going to hop into K. Renee Sports Talk. So with K. Renee Sports Talk, let me just get this out the way. I'm happy Cam Newton got picked up. But I was not expecting the team he got picked up for as you guys know cam newton got released from the carolina panthers he was the quarterback he's been the quarterback since 2011 yeah 2011 he had one more year in his contract which was supposed to be i think this is supposed to be going into his final year but the panthers quote-unquote cut him uh back in march and he's been basically trying to you know be signed and picked up ever since then and Sunday, he, his dream came true. He is now the new quarterback for the New England Patriots. Yes, Tom Brady's old team. And I'm happy that, you know, I'm so happy he got picked up. I'm truly, truly am. But that was not the team that I wanted him to go to. Lord knows that was not the team I wanted him to go to. <laughs> I wanted him to go anywhere else but that team. But... You know, it is what it is. I'm happy for him. He's happy. I'm happy for him. Good thing is the Panthers and the Patriots do not play each other because we are in two separate divisions. And the last time the Panthers did play the Patriots, we beat them with Cam as our quarterback. So I just hope that, you know, me, even though I am a diehard Panther fan, nobody can deteriorate me from being a diehard Panther fan. I will be rooting for Cam Newton on the side this year. Just because he got picked up, just because he's playing football again. So, that's just me and how I feel about that situation. I don't care what anybody has to say. Judge me all you want, but I don't give a damn. If you guys can be, you know, just LeBron fans and he could switch from team to team, then damn it, I could be just a Cam fan, a Cam fan too. Shit. But, no. So, anyway, um, I'm happy he got picked up. I hope and pray that football season does happen this year. But with everything going on... Um, I know they said I think training camp supposed to start sometime next month. I really don't know. We'll have to see how this season plays out. But I do know for a fact that the NBA is coming back. NBA will be starting back, I believe, at the end of June. 
no, excuse me, in in the July, the end of July, um, they will be coming back. So I'm a little nervous because I know a lot of players did say that they were not playing this year. Uh, I know Kyrie Irene for sure. I believe Dwight Howard said he wasn't playing as well. And some other teams said they weren't playing either. So we'll have to see. But um, just to give you guys an update, like I said, uh, I'm on ESPN Instagram right now. It says that uh, baseball will be opening on July 23rd to 24th. The NBA restarts their season on July 30th. The WNBA season starts in late July, so I'm thinking probably around either the same. I'm thinking probably like mid-July, so probably the same time as July 23rd, 24th-ish. And NFL training camps will be opening in late July as well. So I'm excited, yet a little nervous because I don't know. We'll have to just have to see how things go. But... Yeah, so that's really what's going on with my KBNA Sports Talk. And we just have to see how things go. So, yeah, so we're going to take a break and we're going to get back to the topic of my night. All right, guys, and we're back. So, as you guys know, like I said, I'll say it again. This month was Pride, you know, it's Pride Month. And for my Pride Month, and you guys know how I am a huge bookworm, I decided to read books that are out of my leisure, books that I don't normally read, and that have that evolve around LGBT, LGBTQIPA plus books. Who that's a tongue twister, but I did it right. So, I first book that I read for Pride was. The memoir and slash manifesto of All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. Let me just say, this is his first book that he wrote. And I fell in love with this book. Um, Like I said, I rarely read memoirs because I really don't like nonfiction. But um, Nick Stone who is another author that I will be talking about next, her book next. She talked about this book constantly on her Instagram page and highly, highly recommended. So I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and, you know, try to just read it to see if I like it or not. So I saw that my library had it. I went to go check it out. And I read this book within two and a half days and I loved it. I love how he lived in his truth. This book made me cry as well. It made me smile. And... I'm going to read what I wrote about the book. And if you guys don't know that I changed my entire, I revamped my entire Instagram, my personal Instagram page to a bookstagram. And if you guys want to follow, you know, the books that I read and everything about that, my new name for my Instagram is K the bookworm underscore. I will be writing that below in the description box below. But this is what I wrote about the book. So... Um, This is a quote that he wrote that um, George M. Johnson said, and it says, most importantly, when I say that I'm not blue, I mean that I have no regrets about how all this turned out. 
that basically sums the book up. I'm not going to basically tell you. But the book is about, you know, his life from how he was a little boy to a grown man. And about how not only does he have to live in his blackness, but also live in his queerness. And it just follows the story of him growing up to being born to him going off to college him pledging Greek because he is a part of the D9. And if you guys haven't know, did not know, I'm a part of the D9 as well. I'm a proud member of Sigma Gamma Rose Sorority Incorporated. And just the ups and downs and the struggles that he did have to face. Granted, this does have to, this is a little bit of trigger warning. It does have to deal with sexual assault. But the way he writes it is just very, he writes it on that, he talks about it, but he doesn't over do it if that makes any sense but this book really is about living in your truth something that I plan to do this year and yeah this book alone I the, I, the more I talk about it I don't want to give anything away I just you know really recommend that you guys read it but I truly love this book this book was really truly amazing and the second book that I read for pride is called odd one out by Nick Stone and this is her second book after she read uh, after she wrote Dear Martin. And this book is truly, truly, truly just a funny yet very eye opener book. If you are trying to trying to excuse me, if you're trying to, you know, find your place in the world, this book really, really made me be an eye opener. It's about two friends named Courtney and Jupiter. And Courtney is a guy, before you ask. And they've been best friends for years, since they were little. And Courtney really loves Jupiter more as a friend, but she is a lesbian. And he just has, you know, he deals with it. He's okay, like, not deals with it. He just accepts her, accepts her who, who she is. And then he brings, and then another girl, another character named Ray comes in. <clears throat> and she's starts to develop feelings for Courtney and Jupiter. But Jupiter really doesn't like Ray as as much as Ray likes her as so she thought. As though she thinks as you know the book goes on. But this book is really funny. I read this book in I believe five days. Cause I kept going back. Cause I was reading another book as well so I kept going back and forth. But I really finished this book. It's really funny. Really, really good book. And I love how she tells the story of all three all three characters but she tells it in a way that it's so easy to follow because me personally i really don't like uh different point of view books even though i am writing a two i'm re i'm writing currently writing a two point of view story I know it's really contradicting that i don't like to read them again i'm writing one but this one is in the three um, point of view story and the way that she writes it it just flows so easily so you can understand it so I really do love it and um the quote that I did uh the quote that I did write for her on my Instagram is bottom line there's nothing wrong with questioning and I personally don't think self-discovery has an expiration date for some labels are grounding and give a sense of identity Others find them to be narrow and restrictive. Nick Stone.
And like I said, when I first read this book, I thought I was Ray. I thought I was a character Ray. But as I finished the book, I realized I am nothing but Jupiter throughout this whole entire book. And I wish that I had this book when I was trying to figure out my sexual identity, my sexual preferences of who I liked of girls or boys or both. Because personally me if any person like either even if you're my age or younger if you're going through okay I don't know if I like girls or guys or both or you know vice versa I would definitely highly, highly recommend this book um I know when I become a teacher um I'm going to be reading my kids are going to be reading this book I don't care this is definitely because because it's such written in a way that is not over sexualizing but yeah, at the same time it does make you want to you know it does make you think about it challenge the narratives of what is bi what is straight what is gay i really do believe that my kids my kids will be reading this book as an assignment i do not care but that's me another great book for pride and the last book that i'm currently reading that i just started Saturday is called You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson. And she is queer. She's also Greek. So shout out to her. And this is her first ever book that she written. And this book is about a girl named Liz who, you know, she gets in and she wants to get into a college. But the scholarship that she thought she had in the bag, she didn't get. So her brother recommends her to run for prom queen and not her school. Prom queen also comes along with the entitlement of a scholarship. And with that scholarship, she knows that she'll be able to get into her dream college without having to pay back any a lot of student loans and debt. And as she, you know, gets ready to prepare for herself for the competition, she gets into she becomes friends with a new girl named a new girl at the school named Mac and she starts to realize that she's falling for her as well. So I just started the book. I'm about to start I just finished chapter three. So I really not really into the book as I need to be, but so far, once again another highly recommended book by Nick Stone. Because I read the, uh, I watched the IG story of her, of Nick and Leah talking about the book and how she, you know, accepted her queerness and, you know, what made her, what gave her the passion to write the book. So I am currently reading this and so far I like it. I really can't say a lot because I'm only, because I, I only finished three chapters. So the more I get into it, I definitely will be giving you an updated review on it. But I'm saying this because I feel as if, you know, growing up, my parents weren't, my parents were never, you know, a judgmental, a judgmental family. My my family was never judgmental. My parents were never judgmental, you know, saying you love who you love, regardless of who, you know, regardless of the, gen, the gender, the race, whatever. My parents always, you know, always instilled that in me and my brother. And like I said, I have a, I have cousins who are lesbians and proud of it. I have an aunt who is a lesbian and proud of it as well. So, and I love them just the same. I see them as people. I don't, you know, as my cousins, I don't see anything different. And what took me, I feel as if what took me so long to come out is because I was always scared. 
or what other people would think instead of just living in my truth. And when I did come out to my parents, and if you guys know the story, if you come, if you don't know the story, if I came out to my parents um, earlier in January, and my parents were cool with it. They weren't, you know, the only thing they asked me was like, how long did you know? And why did, why, why did you take so long to come out? That's only two questions they asked. And I told them, I was like, well, I know since high school, but I just always put them feelings aside. And I was scared to tell you because I didn't know if you guys were going to kick me out or anything. It was like, no, you grown. Like, you know, you're living your truth. You're grown. I want you, like, at the end of the day, we just want you to be happy. And if you're happy with whoever you decide to, you know, be happy with, we accept you and we love you. And that just made me just feel a lot more, more proud within myself because they love me for who I am. And my friends loved me for who I am too. Half of them was like, girl, we knew you was. We were just waiting for you. Girl, we knew. We were just waiting on you to tell us. We love you regardless. So um, living your truth in this month just made me see that living in your truth is the best way to handle not only certain things, but just to handle things, period. Be accountable for your actions. Be in a Nini, I mean, a Nini Leaks persona, which is, I said what I said, and I'm not taking anything back. And just be happy with who you are in the inside and out because you only got one life and you can't keep living your life for other people no matter how hard it is. You know what I'm saying? Even if you might lose friends or you might talk to other people anymore or, you know what I'm saying, because you did say something, other people might not be able to understand it. Who gives a fuck? Live in your truth, bro. Live in your truth. And that's the, you know what I'm saying, that was the motto for the year for me is to live in my truth. And this month really, really took it on the high edge of me living in my truth and I'm happy to be black I'm happy to be bisexual I'm happy to living my truth I'm happy to have the friends that I do have the family that I do have and if you can't accept it or you can't accept me for who I am and me living how I want to live my life then I don't need you in my life and it took not only this month but just this year in general it really took quarantine for me to realize a lot of people aren't going to follow you and it's okay to do that it's okay to you know not have multiple friends it's okay for everybody not to like you no matter how bad you want them to like you it's okay because that just tells me right there that God is taking you to a higher place and God is taking you to other dimensions of your life where people can't go and this month was really you know the ticket of me getting to where I want to go. So I'm just now getting started. Yeah, I'm 28, but my life is just now getting started. And I'm so blessed and happy that I could actually be able to walk in my truth, know who I am, and be okay with it. So I'm in love with me. I love me. I just have to get over my fear of getting to know other chicks because I saw, I was just so nervous because I'm like, guys, for me, me, Talking to guys are easy. I could do that, no problem. But when it comes to other other females, I was just like, oh, my God, I was so nervous. Like, okay, for example, Saturday afternoon when I was in Harris Tier um, with my cousin's girlfriend, I saw this gorgeous girl in Harris Teeter, and she was so fucking bad, y'all, like, so bad. Like, oh, my gosh, she's fine as hell. But did I talk to her? No, 
I was scared. And I don't even get scared. I'm Aries. You're supposed to be very, you know, strong-headed and strong-willed people. I was terrified. <laughs> I did not talk to her. So I just have to get over that fear of me, you know, not wanting, not even wanting to talk to girls. Because I do want to talk to girls sometimes. But it's just like I'm so scared of, like, just being rejected. Because me being a female, I know how females can reject you hard, harshly. So you just have to get over that fear, like, you know, it's okay. If you get rejected, it is all right. There's plenty more women in the sea. So that's what I have to get over. But other than that, y'all, that's really all I have to really say um, about this episode. I will definitely um, leave the books that I read and currently reading, as well as the authors in the description. But once again, um, if you want to, even if you're not LGBT or you're an ally and you just want to read, you know, just books in general that just have to do with a good storyline, definitely read it once again. Odd One Out by Dick, by Nick Stone. All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. And You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson. Um, those are the three books that I highly recommend if you want to get into knowing how um, the LGBT life is. Um, like I say, I will definitely start, I will start doing, uh, probably a lot more book reviews during the podcast since I am doing, you know, I am reading this year a lot more books than I did in my previous years. So get ready for that. And I will be having a lot more guests on this season. So also be prepared for that. So. Once again, guys, you can find me at K the Bookworm underscore on Instagram, K Renee on Twitter. The podcast is BH for K Renee underscore on Instagram and BH K Renee with K Renee on Twitter. I will definitely have those once again on the description below. And until next time, guys, have faith, have confidence. Be you always always love you and and remember no matter how hard the storm may get always always remember to carry your umbrella i love you guys so much and i'll talk to you guys next time bye